Hello, hello, we are live. The yes, hello. Hello, Catherine, how are you? I'm really good. Thanks for having me. How are you, Heather? I am so good. I'm so awesome. excited. This is week yes. two of yes. the series. Last week, we, ch we, we talked about that kind of fear of showing up and fear of rejection and failure. Um, go check it out. It's on uh, Coffee in the Community, on the Confidence Through Cabaret com uh, uh, YouTube channel, or mm -hmm. in the Confidence Through Cabaret um, community on Facebook, so you can you can find it. Um, yes. And and I'm so excited to have you here, Catherine. Do you want to just introduce yourself for anybody who didn't meet you last week? Yes. Thank you so much for having me. This is so fun. So I'm Catherine, Catherine Niesel, and I'm a mindset coach, healer, and um, I help intuitive coaches and healers to really uh, release all kinds of success blocks so that they can step up, acknowledge their greatness, express their awesomeness and revitalize, so to say, their six-figure CEO mindset and can really create the financial independence they desire and, but most importantly, with joy and fun. This is really important for me. Most so, important. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because otherwise, why would we do it? Yeah. It's it's about time that we debunk this myth like success has to be hard work only and you know we have we ha there's no time for ourselves or for joy and fun because then what's the point of success? No one no one is interested in that kind of success, at least when you ask me. <laughs> well, I think like you know my parents' generation certainly, and I, I grew up in Canada, but you know the uh, the idea of you know you 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 do your schoolwork so that you can get a good job so that you can go and have a job for life that's mm -hmm. way gone. Yeah, you know, yeah. and so and so this whole co and then it was well we just have to work really hard and make lots of money and then and then this whole concept of you know finding joy and celebration in our success is mm -hmm. fairly new really yeah yeah i it think it's be. like partly from like women rising you know mm. this is where yeah. like i think we are the initiators of this beautiful movement so to say yeah absolutely and i think there's a lot of men out there too who are starting to um, be enabled to um express their feminine energy their intuition their creativity their vulnerability you know, and and you you can't have a successful business unless you are into that space. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Ah, so okay. So I'm so excited for today. And actually, yes. so this is this is week two of three weeks. So we have a third week next week yes. as well, um, yes. where we will be talking more about success. But um, I we changed this week or you changed this this mm -hmm. week's session or theme because you felt that intuition that that this would be ideal in this series. Yeah. And the the topic that we're going to talk about today is the real reason why all the doing doesn't lead to the desired results and why strategy won't help. So you can't like willpower your way through this. Well, I mean <laughs> 
that's the thing, you know. I mean, I guess at some point, maybe they will give in, the universe will give in and send you the clients. But um, no, willpower has never been has never been the, the magic. The magic has always been your energy and your beliefs. And this is exactly what we will find out in today's live training, live session, and what, you know, how it actually can show up. And uh, what you can do right now to move on, to really release all this stuff that is keeping you blocked. So basically, last week we spoke about when, uh, you know, we are still in this phase or some of us are in this phase where we are not really able to take action and what could blocking this. And I want to make this really loud and clear in case I forgot to mention this last week. Because oftentimes we believe we are just not meant for success. And I hear now officially say everybody is meant for success. We are born successful. You know, when you just have to look at little babies or toddlers, um, you know. Um, so it's whatever they want to achieve, whatever they set their mind, put their mind on, they achieve it. So it's just that we start doubting ourselves, uh, sabotaging ourselves. And, um, you know, in one of the, and this week we want to look at um, something I feel like it's really important to shed some light on because oftentimes what happens is, so we take all the action, you know, we, we sign up for a business coaching, we are super pumped and we take all the action, we show up live, we, you know, we do what is required, but no one is reaching out to us. We are not signing the clients, we are not making the money we desire, we are not having the impact we want. Yeah, And um, so, and in today's live, I really want to show case why strategy won't be the answer because this is actually something our kind of mind tends to lead us to but we will get to this in a little in a little while and basically after today's session um, we will have an understanding you know of what kind of symptoms actually could be indicators that this is something you really should take a look at you know um, and also um, basically what the real reasons are why even though we take all the actions the success doesn't come the money doesn't come the clients doesn't come and what you can actually do to release those success barriers because that's what they basically are they are success barriers so again i would like to encourage anyone who's watching this either in live or in replay to leave your questions so we can make this even more you know interesting or fun or you know um beneficial and valuable for you and of course this is a super safe space here in this group but if you feel like you just don't want to share your question like openly feel free to send me a dm i'm happy to support you or answer your questions so please don't hesitate to reach out and you know um, have a look at whatever is going on so are we ready to get started? Uh, do you have any questions or comments so far, Heather, or should I just... No, I was just thinking because I started my first business nearly 26 years ago, which mm -hmm. I still have, which is corporate training and uh, career and visibility coaching. And I, I never had any expectations and I always had very high success, like mm -hmm. six figure years from immediately. 
and things just came to me. And then when COVID hit and I couldn't travel globally and I couldn't bring large conferences together and all that stuff, I started Confidence Through Cabaret uh, with some co-pioneers. And I, I think that's when my blocks either arose or appeared. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know whether they, they, I developed new blocks or whether I just didn't know I had them before, so I didn't acknowledge them. So I'm really excited to kind of hear about this and kind of figure out where did those blocks start. And this is the perfect time of year. If you are, you know, moving into your business planning for next year, if you are, you know, because everybody starts doing this, right? They start Mm -hmm. doing the, okay, this is my target and this is my Mm -hmm. plan and all of that. And that's all doing, 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 right? And it's like, and then people get pissed off when they can't do it. (laughs) <laughs> so this is so important. And I literally was just, just writing a, a post for later on in the week about this um, this morning, because I think, you know, our whole planning has to start from that intuition and creativity yes. and play and imagination. And I want to link that in with this time of year, because this is the time of year where little children, for a lot of us, you know, are excited and imagining. And there's all this magic is in the air. and Yeah. And that's why I'm so excited about this session today. And I'm so thankful that you're here because I need to get into that. I haven't been doing my business planning and I've said it on a few podcasts. People say, oh, have you done your business plan? I can't. I'm not. No, because I'm not in that space yet. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm very excited. Yeah. 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 I mean, um, I always like to do the planning using. I always like to combine or not combine, but to do it from an intuitive place. So, and of course, this makes more sense when we are aware of certain blocks we might have, because it might come up as intuition, but doesn't really lead to the success we desire. This is also something clients of mine have experienced. It was like, but it felt so good and aligned. But, you know, when we are still kind of like convoluted with limiting beliefs, success blocks, uh, money blocks or whatever, um, it's not really the intuition that speaks, but the ego in disguise, so to say. Oh, okay. Let's do this thing. I am so excited. Yes. Because I think that's where I am. I think I'm in ego in disguise and not in intuition. And I refuse to move into planning until I've sorted that out. Yes. Okay. Awesome. And you know what? Um, because I um, have a little bit of a surprise. So let's get started and see what we will learn today. And if anyone has questions, please let me know. And of course, Heather, if you have any questions, always let so why is it so important to bring, you know, like to shed some light on this topic, to bring attention to this topic? Because let's be really honest here. I've, and I feel that this is so important because there are just so many coaches out there, you know, where I feel like, really? Um, because I know how it is when we do all the work, we hustle, we show up, we do the lives, we go on Instagram story, Facebook story, whatever it is, whatever platform we use, we send out the newsletters, you know, and no one is reaching out to us. We are just not selling our products, our services, you know, and it's just 
so frustrating i mean let's be real you know it's just it's kind of like tearing us apart at least that's how it feels on the inside you know and we start questioning ourselves and that of course diminishes our confidence which is one of the most important basically the most ingredient when it comes to success like the mindset of a six-figure ceo is basically built on confidence you know in various forms uh, but this would be a different life <laughs> Um, so, and we also, of course, we pave our way to burnout, you know, and that's not why we left corporate or our job to run into burnout with our own business. I mean, who wants that? And what I also experience and what my clients go through is when we are in this like kind of hamster wheel of constantly putting out content, constantly showing up, but nothing comes back. We also basically, it's basically a pathway, a highway to, as I like to call it, comparison city. And no one wants to go to comparison city because that's kind of like a, a, a never ending kind of like rabbit hole we don't really want to get into because that's just not good. So if you find yourself in a situation where you're actually really doing all the work, you're showing up, you're posting regularly and, you know, doing the lives and whatever, and nothing is really happening, the income, the impact, the success is still a dream and hasn't turned into your reality, uh, stay tuned because then this is your training. So, and also, of course, please drop me a one in the comments if any of this already resonates with you. If you feel like, oh my God, yes, I have been there or this is exactly where I am right now. I'm hustling and struggling and I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do, but nothing is happening. So, what happens oftentimes when we find ourselves in such a situation, in such a place, you know, when we like do everything and oftentimes we believe, and this is a big one, especially for us women, we need to do more. We just need to do more. You know, we just, we just need to do more, you know, and then of course we do it. Because that's what we've been trained to a believe that success only comes from hard work, from hustling, from 24-7 on the gram, you know, like hustling and grinding. And also, especially for us women, and this is also really important to recognize if this is something that resonates with you, is Oftentimes, we women grew up with not only necessarily from our present family, but maybe from ancestral, like we inherited it through our DNA, that women just have to work really hard on jobs they don't like, you know, and not really making any money. And if they make any money, it's really not that much, you know. So this is also something very typical for women. And another way we tend to handle these kind of situations. So we, the first two ways we try to handle is we do more um, because of, you know, um, like this is how we believe society or success rules or because of like limiting beliefs around being a woman. And the, the second way we try to handle or get out of this situation is, and <laughs> I've spent a lot of money on five different business coachings, so I'm completely guilty for that one. 
uh, we start looking for new business coachings. You know, you're still in your current one and my, you might even have a great time and you might even love it, but you're like, Ooh, but then I saw this coach who's offering like this, like email sequence for better sales rates or like the click funnel who makes it easy for six figure revenue each month, or, you know, all these really good sounding offers out there in the online world. I mean, who hasn't come across those freebies and whatnot. And, you know, we get really kind of like, <laughs> Could I book first next? What could I book next? You know, so um, I, I know I had these thoughts. I don't know. What about you? Have I? Uh, you already raised your arm. You also uh, had this experience of like, oh yeah, maybe I just need a new business coaching. Yeah, I definitely have been there, and and I can still be. And last last week in the first of our series, we talked about this whole kind of shiny object syndrome. Mm -hmm. of, you know, Mm, there's something else, mm, you know, in the next, the next, and, and in, uh, I, I think it's an, it's a natural thing. Certainly it feels natural for me when, um, what I'm doing isn't working. I know the definition of insanity is to keep doing what I've done and expect a different result. So I'm not going to expect a different result by doing, by doing it more. So maybe somebody else can give me a solution. And I think it's not only, but especially women, we ask permission from someone else. So our coach says, do it this way. And then we go, oh, okay, that's how I do it. Um, and and we just, we want, we want the support. We're communal. Yeah. I mean, like getting the support, I am all for that. I love being coached. I've worked with three coaches at the time for different topics. I totally love that. However, I also really believe, and that is what I really help my clients to achieve uh, empowerment because all the answers are within you. You do not need a strategy. And that is an example I will give later on. You do not need external strategies to guide you through the success, the impact, the financial independence you desire. The answers are all inside of you. And I have seen that, experienced that so many times already. You know, and I've spent more than 25,000 euros on business coachings. So just, you know, I've, I've tried it all, so to say. So, and, and what happens? And I mean, Heather, you can, you can chime in if you have more examples, but what, what we feel when we are in this like, you know, kind of like hamster wheel where we like, oh my God, I need to do more and, or, you know, um, I need to find a different business coaching strategy solution many of us feel really overwhelmed, you know, and completely stressed out, not only watching all these hour long videos. I mean, I have, I have coach, I have access to some coachings where you have like three hour long videos, like who has time for that? You know, and also, you know, then you have to implement and do all the homework and like, really, and I'm still supposed to post and, whatever and so and also what happens is we are confused because maybe the new coach tells you stuff your old coach was like completely against you know so it's like hey, what am i supposed to do now and what i experienced at some point is like like this feeling of helplessness 
Like you have this deep passion inside of you. You know, without a doubt, without a shadow of a doubt, this is what you're supposed to do. Like, you know that this is like, I just can feel it. But nothing is happening. Even though you've put so much money on the table, even though you show up, even though you do all the work, you know, and this really creates this feeling, this overwhelming feeling of helplessness. And I, I experienced this as a deep sadness, you know, having these gifts and talents and passion. But on the other side, there was like this empty table, so to say. And what also, and I'm not really proud to admit it, and uh, I know from clients they have experienced the same, like this level of frustration, because why does this other person who has less experience, who has less certifications, who has less whatever less, you know, is celebrating one successful launch, win, whatever, after another while, you know, spending four months in Costa Rica learning to surf. And I'm like, I'm like, excuse my language, the asshole of the nation hustling and struggling all day long, you know. And I remember how it felt, you know. And I remember like, and I know like clients of mine have experienced that as well. And the worst of all, at least when you ask me, it's really when we start doubting whether or not we are actually meant to be successful, you know, and we start feeling like failures. Like this is just the worst. And that's why I think it's so important that we talk about that topic. So I don't know, Heather, if you have experienced any of these emotions. Um, and um, I said for sure, no, I did. And, you know, so did my clients, of course. Yeah, uh, I absolutely did. And and especially because, as I told you, my, my first business, work just came to me. I just always had work. In fact, I had too yeah. much work. You know, I had hired all kinds of different people. You yeah. Know? And, and so when I started online, I was like, but I've still got, I'm still the same person. I've still got all the same stuff. I've still got a, you know, and and I'm not competing against more people realistically. No. Um, and there's still enough clients out there. Absolutely, yeah. There's way more clients in 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 ratio. Absolutely, um, it's better odds, really. But um, it for me, it it shows itself as a deep sense of sadness, and and I think it shows itself up as doubt for me. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Am I really meant to be successful? Am I really capable of doing this? Am I maybe too old? I mean, I'm I just turned forty six. You know, like, am I? Last Thank you. <laughs> Am I, am I too old? Am I not, you know, like all these doubts start to kick in. Absolutely. Which is, of course, the worst thing that can happen because confidence is so important. <laughs> yeah. And it is, it, it, you know, confidence isn't one of those things where you get to a destination and then you're there and then you maintain it. No. It's one of those bumpy roads. It goes like that up and down. So, um, so, you know, it's, it, it in those times, that's where the dips get lower, and that's mm -hmm. where we can really easily stay down in those dips for a lot oh, longer. Yeah. yeah, and and so that's why this conversation is so important because you know it's about you know kind of getting the momentum to get back up the hill and not stay down in that valley and not keep sinking lower. Yeah, percent. yeah, yeah. So it's always a good idea to just you know take a take a break to be honest because to really connect reconnect with oneself and for me what I find very powerful is reconnect with nature 
if you have the possibility to go out in nature, this is always a great way to reset, so to say. And uh, But what I really like to suggest, if you find yourself in such a situation where you really hustle and you do all the work and nothing is really working and, you know, you do the offers and the sending out the newsletters and you're present on all these different platforms and blah, 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 you know, I would suggest for you to do a really brutally honest self-reflection. Oh, that sounds painful. Yes. That's why we My ego is do screaming it. right now. Yes, there we go. And three areas you should or could start looking at, which is basically kind of like the starting point for a six-figure CEO mindset is, first of all, what, what do you believe about your abilities to help your clients achieve these amazing results? in the online space, maybe specifically for you, Heather, you know, because you've switched and I used to be an offline trainer, you know, I also traveled the world. So I know it is very different to train people offline versus online, mm -hmm. you know? So, so what do you believe about your abilities that you can actually help your clients get the results they desire. And I know everybody else, everybody out there says like, yeah, you're not responsible for the results. Well, of course, your client has to come along. Your client has to play along. It always takes two to tangle. But if you don't believe in your abilities to actually, if the client plays along, if you have the ideal client, if you don't really believe in yourself, and you know, this is really important to be brutally honest with yourself because I used to have the, like this shiny confidence, but on the inside, there was nothing, you know. So it's really important to really let, to, to kind of like push this maybe shiny confidence aside, this, the facade aside, and like, do I actually really believe that the tools I use or whatever um, are really as good as I make it seem on the outside? Uh, so this is a really good question where you can start. Because otherwise, if you don't really believe in yourself, you are energetically not available. What that means is client can't see you. They just can't. And um, the next question you can ask yourself to really honestly self-reflect is how do you actually feel about your offer? Do you really believe in your offer? Are you proud in your offer as it is right now? Do you love your offer? Like, you know, like how much are you obsessed with your offer? Do you believe I remember my old manager, she would always say, um, and I just use this phrase, do you believe your offer is the best since sliced bread? You know, if you don't, why would anybody buy it? You know? Well, it's interesting because I have a, a business coach right now who is telling me you need to make this more about business and less, you know, because I'm doing a lot of stuff around body confidence and stuff, which is, which is, you can't, it's, it's what you're saying. You can't connect with your client 
if you're not showing up, if it's not coming from the inside, if you're, if you're, if it's a facade, you, there's, there's a barrier Absolutely. that you can't connect with your, you can't build the trust with your potential clients and so on. And she said, no, you need to make this more about business. Like how much more can they get? What kind of results can they get? And I can't do it. I just can't. What What do you mean? Can you explain this a little bit further to me? What does I, that mean? I don't want no. to drive. Um, I, I don't want to, to make my offering simply because it will make you get six figures or 10K a month. Or what I, I want it to be. I want my offer to be something that's useful for my clients, mm -hmm. whether that impacts them because they feel beautiful or strong or worthy, those results will come. And my coach keeps saying, yes, but you have to tell them what, about those results that they're going to get. And you have to sell that. And I'm sort of saying, I really want to come from an inside space. And my intuition is screaming because my offer is, isn't about, you know, money, money, money drive, drive, drive. It's about genuinely changing your beliefs and showing up and feeling beautiful and the results will come. Yeah. And I totally I, agree. I'm so passionate about that that, and we're, we're kind of fighting about it right now. <laughs> yeah. So I personally believe that, um, and this is, and I'm really, really grateful for my coach who I work with, who told me, no, you don't have to tell them that they're going to make 10K or whatever um, um, if you don't feel comfortable doing this. Because in the end, it's not about the 10K, but, you know, like about the confidence, showing up, presenting your offer, loving it, loving the work and all this. Of course, you still will have to make it sound more juicy than just you step into your full potential because that is just not that tangible. Let's be real. Yeah, but and still, people won't spend money. Ironically, people won't spend money on that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't because the lack of self-love hinders us to spend money on that. No, no we're not yeah. going to spend money on self-love. We're going to spend money on getting money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, that's the, the irony is if you want to make the dough, you have to love yourself. <laughs> it's just like, you know, that's just what you like. If uh, I guess all the people who sign up for money manifestation courses, if they would, if they knew what they're signing up for, they probably would have just gotten themselves a Lewis Hay book. <laughs> yeah. You never know. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. so yeah, it's, it's really, um, I, well, first of all, I believe no one should do what they don't feel aligned with. And, um, if, if your coach can't show you a way how to make it sound juicy without using the 10 K or, you know, ask the universe what I always do. If I'm like in a rut and I, I, I want an answer. I want inspiration. I'm like, okay, I'm open to see it differently. What can I do differently? You know, that's always a great tip and that always works for me because then suddenly, oh yeah, of course I could look at this from this perspective or do it like this. So, and do you meditate on that or do you journal on that or what's your personal preference? You know, this is also a great question. So thank you so much for asking it because I'm, I love journaling. But what I have come to realize, and again, this is something I really empower my clients to explore.
because I have also signed up for with a coach who is like a total believer in journaling and journal, 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 and journal on these questions and journal on that, these prompts, which are all great. Don't get me wrong. But my intuition is in full speed, so to say, when I go for a walk. So the quest and also med yoga, when I do my yoga, you know, so you know whether it's like if you are the kind of person who gets hit by intuition hard when you journal then do the journal if you are the kind of person who gets hit by intuition when you do your swim go for a swim you know or when you i don't know whatever it is i for me it's really i'm going to the woods i go for a walk or not even i can just like walk around my neighborhood you know or when i am on my yoga mat and do my yoga flow the ideas are just popping out you know, yeah. and uh, also a great thing um, is I often like lay in bed at night and then I'm like, okay, so who do I have to become to know this answer? What do I have to release? What do I have to know? What do I have to believe in to be able to present my offer in a way that feels completely aligned and speaks to my clients in your case, for example, you know? Or I'm asking for like, I want to have a, a, a perfect dream that shows me the solution and um, I can remember, I can still remember in the morning. <laughs> yeah. That also yeah. works for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's interesting that, and I, I said that last week, I started journaling in the evenings and then that, that has really shifted my dreams. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so 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 I said like journaling is great to come back to your answer, but I'm really again I'm all about empowering my clients, and um, if it if it doesn't feel aligned, then you will not believe in that, and then you won't be able to sell it. That's what I believe in, but I'm all about energies and mindset. So you know, so of, and what I've also learned is after working with so many different coaches, whatever it is you totally, completely believe in will come true for you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which is why so, you have to go back to that first one of, you know, what do you believe about your abilities? Yeah. If yeah. that's not right, then that's whatever it is. The yeah. answer to that, whether you ask the question or not, the answer to that is going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. And I have seen that in such like, and I'm going to talk about this client later on a, a little bit, but it's really like whatever you really can get behind, whatever you really truly believe in, that will come, that will be your reality, you know? And of course you can change your beliefs, but this is really, that's just, that's just what I, what I've learned. So, and I, I also wanted to give a few more examples, you know, when we do the self-reflection on your offer, on your abilities. And uh, the last one you should also check in with is, I don't know if I've actually mentioned it already, whether or not there are enough clients out there who can benefit from your offer and who are willing and able to pay you upfront and in full. Do you actually believe that? If not, then this is something, you know, you can, should realize and then work on. And, you know, when you wonder, and sometimes our ego is so smart or subconscious mind is so smart that it's not so obvious to do the self-reflection that, you know, um, it's so 
that it's really easy to understand these limiting beliefs maybe and i just wanted to give a few more signs you could look for um which might be an indicator that you are not 100 aligned with you know what you do and all these things i've just mentioned so oftentimes what can happen is that you have this offer and there are you know modules to it and maybe stuff needs to be recorded and worksheets need to be typed and all these things and you have it all in your head but you resist there's like this resistance of doing the work you know of course this is called uh, procrastination but on the other side you show up you do the postings you do all the work But when it comes to actually working on your offer, it's just like not happening, you know? So this could be a sign that you are not really 100% aligned with your offer, that you don't really believe in your offer so much. Another thing that could also be a sign that you are not really aligned with your abilities, with your offer, or that you believe that there are enough clients out there is You do the networking, you do have coffee chats and stuff, but even though your intuition might scream at you, talk about your offer, you know, you're still not talking about your offer. Even though the other person might have actually wanted to hear about it, you know. So again, that could be a sign, a very subtle sign. You know, but this could be a sign that you are there's like a misalignment or um, also something is. So, for example, the other day I had a special offer and I reached out to every single former client of mine telling them hey, or some people who at some point showed interest in working with me, but then whatsoever decided otherwise. You know, and I reached out to every single one of them, informing them about this offer. And I realized in that moment that this was such a CEO move, kind of six-figure CEO move, because six months ago, I wouldn't have done that, you know, because I wouldn't have had the confidence back then. So again, you know, like if you feel any sort of resistance reaching out to people, letting them know of your current discounts, that could also be a sign. And um, also, um, and I don't know if anyone has experienced that, but if your clients write you the most amazing reviews, give you compliments for your work, but you're like, really? Are they talking about me? You know, if these kinds of thoughts pop up, then clients give you you know, great reviews or comment or compliments on your compliment on your work, then, uh, you know, there might be some, some beliefs that are stopping you from letting the money and the clients come to you. And there are two more areas which I find to be really important to reflect on. And I'm promised that's going to be the last two. And, and this is a big one for women especially especially, excuse me, and this is, do you actually allow yourself to receive? <laughs> oh, I hate that one. <laughs> yes, because it is such a natural thing for us women. You know, this is what we do. This is what the feminine energy does. We receive and we create miracles. 
But because we have been so brainwashed over thousands of years that the feminine energy, the feminine qualities are just not good enough, that we have been trying to, you know, only focus on the masculine energies and characteristics, which of course are available to us, that we have been neglecting the feminine part. I've switched side because the left side is the feminine side so you know and typical signs when we don't allow ourselves to receive and you know they don't have to all come together um but for example if we don't allow ourselves to ask for help everybody raise their hands if they don't allow themselves to ask for help yeah i do actually now but only because i have to not because i want to yeah, well, there you go. I mean, <laughs> but I so, didn't. I didn't for decades. I, I'm not kidding. Struggled through stuff that when I tell the stories, people think I'm exaggerating or making it up because I, yeah. I, I struggled through so much stuff and I refused even to accept help when it was offered. That would be my second point. Oh. When someone is like, offering you help, it's even like. No, 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 no. Why do we do that? You rather run into a burnout, but asking or accepting help, I mean, this is like not your cup of tea. Very clear signs of a receiving block, uh, of a potential receiving block. I don't want to put anything in your mind. No, it's true. It's true. I don't want to put anything in your mind, but what lessened it when you started your business, you're not your offline business 26 years ago, you didn't care so much. You were just like, oh my God, I'm having so much fun. Let's just try this and see what happens. And then because there was no resistance to it, you know, the clients would just come. And now there's probably a very different energy behind starting your online business and, um, different experiences and all this that have led to different beliefs and different energies around this probably. Yeah. It's the, it's, I think it's the marketing um, uh, and it's, and it's business to consumer instead of business to business. So it's, I'm really comfortable in the masculine energy. Yeah. Right. Really comfortable, which is why corporate suited me. It's not where I want to be, but it is what I know. And so that's why I know that there's ego going on here. Whereas with the online business, it, it you can't have an online business and not check in with your vulnerabilities and not check in with your beliefs and your mindset and your confidence and all of those things. I did not have to do that when I stayed in the masculine energy. No, because there, because you have to, you were surrounded by mainly men, most likely, mm-hmm. you know, right. and, um, you know, they have like, it's, they just are different, you know, and which is fine, which is great. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. And um, so we adapted to it. So, yeah, of course, uh, you know, it was all working for us in the corporate world. And this is the big shift. And especially, and now, um, how would you say this in English? <laughs> And here comes the the twist plot, the plot twist. So we are all soaked up in this male energy. But maybe this is also true for you, Heather. We secretly don't really like men. I enjoy being around men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I enjoy around being men as well, but I never could take them serious. So I think for me, I because I found it easy. 
because I knew how to play that game. See, there you go, because you know exactly how they work. And and this is exactly what I mean. I couldn't take them serious. You know, men are like, we are the strong gender. Yeah, but only but when we wear like kind of like a, a bit of a cleavage, you l lose all your concentration and can't focus anymore. And you call yes. yourself strong. So that's what I mean with like, we dive into the male energy, but we have some sort of, judgment about man not the main energy necessarily but man so, so and this is also me, creates a contrast patriarchy more than the men so yeah. for me it's like um and i and i know that's the 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 essence of, of what you're talking about for me um having been out of the corporate world now for a couple of years with you know covid um i i see it differently and once you see something, you can't unsee it. Mm -hmm. So now I feel like going back into that world exclusively means that I have to, I have to be in a system designed by men for men, where I'm only included because it's a requirement. I'm also aware that, and it, it is slightly different culturally in, in different places, but for the most part, that. As I get older, I start to be seen as more of a dinosaur. Whereas if I was a male, again, hugely generalizing, nothing, this isn't a man bashing session, but when I, if it's a man, then they have more wisdom. If it's a woman, then they, then they, they can become obsolete more quickly. And I'm very aware of that, um, which I wasn't before because yeah. I didn't tap into that feminine energy and I didn't check in with all of those things because I didn't need to, because I was, yeah. Flowing and, in the and, and the question is what kind of beliefs does this stir up which you weren't even aware of yeah and now i you know now they're stirred all the dust is up in the air i can't unsee it yeah yeah uh let me just go through do i have any more typical signs of when we don't allow ourselves to receive um ah yeah <laughs> that's also a good one no one can do it as good as I can. <laughs> That's also a biggie. Yeah. And of course, which comes with their twin sister. I know everything. I know everything. And of course, I know it better. You know, this is basically, this is basically a double wall building up against the, the stream of well-being. Like, well, I know everything and I, uh, I, uh, I, no one can, go, can do it as good as I am. Basically, this is your official sign to the universe. Well, I don't want you. I don't want anything of you. Yeah. And um, we feel really uncomfortable when we receive a compliment or a present maybe. It makes us cringe. That could also be a sign that we don't allow ourselves to receive. So for me, example, this was never a problem, but I always knew everything better, of course, you know? So, uh, which basically took me a year in my online business because I, th I believed I wouldn't need a coach or I couldn't afford. It was either I couldn't afford, I wouldn't need one, you know? And um, we also always want to take care of everything. Or, and especially everyone, you know. So this is a big one, you know, next to the, like we're doing more, um, like to uh, the, hold on. Um, 
you know, the reflecting about our abilities and the program and the clients, you know, do you actually allow yourself to receive could also lead to taking all the action, but you actually don't get the results. And the last one I felt was really important to mention is, are you actually an energetic match to the money you would want to charge? Uh, because same as you've just mentioned that your current coach tells you that you have to mention that they're going to make 10K or whatever they want you to do. Oftentimes what I've experienced is that coaches kind of gently push us to ask for prices. We don't really feel comfortable, you know, but we actually really would like to get it because it sounds so good. But if you are not an energetic match to that number, it cannot come to you. Yeah. So, um, and the thing is, you know, oftentimes money blocks can, can be really hidden. I mean, you know, you, you, it's easy to hear about the obvious such as like, Oh, money is evil and, or oh, I'm not worthy or stuff like that. But then there's also the, the very specific individual money blocks that you have because you grew up in a certain circumstance, in a certain reality. You know, for example, my mom, she um, was born in post-war Germany in 47. So she had a very special experience growing up in a completely destructed country, you know, with all this shame. And let's not get into this topic. But uh, I grew up with a mother who had like 10 saving accounts, you know, like a little vault underneath hidden somewhere. And whenever it was about to like... I don't know, maybe get 20 D marks for something which is like 10 euros, which is like, I don't know, $12. <laughs> um, I mean, back in the 80s, you know, it was such a such an undertaking to get this money. So I formed the belief that money is just not accessible, you know, and that it's really hard to get by. And obviously, I cannot be trusted with it. You know, but this was such a random belief, you know, so it's really important to really dig deep into what do I believe about money from the reality I grew up in. So it's not like just like these big ones, these obvious ones, oh, I'm not worthy or I don't deserve it. But like, what is the reality you grew up in? What did you learn about money in relationship to being a woman, to being a successful woman and in general, you know? So, and of course, then I think last week in the video, I gave a tool on how you can then take these beliefs and rephrase them. And actually, and I just now want to give you an example because like I work with clients basically on the, on the whole spectrum of building their business. I have a client when we started working, she didn't even know what kind of business she wanted to do. She only knew that she wanted to do a business, but I also worked with clients who already had like five figure launches. And this is actually uh, like my client, Christina, who already had a successful five figure launch, but, um, after she deducted all the costs, she had spent 15,000 euros on uh, Facebook ads. She had spent an additional $4,000 on a coach, a business coach, for to, to specifically coach her on that launch. And um, after, you know, like doing the math, she came out with a profit of 8,000 euros. 
which is doesn't you know eight thousand euros is eight thousand euros, but when you consider that two thousand women had signed up for her five day challenge for a program of seven hundred euros, eight thousand euros is actually not that much, considering she spent fifteen thousand euros on her Facebook ads. And I knew her because we had signed up for the same coaching program, a very male, masculine kind of coaching program back in the day. So we knew each other and she knew about what I was doing. And so she contacted me. And I remember specifically when she said to me, like, you know what? I'm 100% certain after this, this result that I have limiting beliefs that block me, that block the money, that hinder the clients to come to me. And she was so, and, and you know, she believed so much in her work that she was like, I, I, I don't, I don't want to accept this any longer. This is just, this has to stop, you know, because the work I do is so important and I just want more people to reach it. So we started working together in our, in our first healing trance. We really looked at her money beliefs. So she had actually inherited money. So she was kind of well off financially, but she didn't feel worthy of it. When you would see her on the streets, you'd see, she kind of had the resemblance of like rather like a, I don't want to say back lady, but of a person of kind of like, like the most shabbiest clothes, the oldest phone, like really you would never think, think that this woman owns like a city apartment ha worth half a million dollars in Berlin, you know, when you saw her on the streets. So we really worked on these limiting beliefs around not being worthy for the money. And then in a the second healing trance, we looked because she would always put all this pressure on herself to be successful because she inherited this money from her very successful grandfather, you know? And, um, and then uh, we looked at this and what we found out was that this was actually not her own pressure, but her mother's pressure because she always felt like a failure, you know, and she kind of took it on. So of course we released it on a subconscious level, on the energetic level. And just after working together one month, she, out of the blue, two one-on-one -on -one clients signed up with her and she made an additional 4,000 euros, you know. And then the next month, she just followed an intuitive idea, didn't procrastinate as she usually would. And she made, I'm not really sure about what she made, but she launched this new program, which was like a kind of like an entry program. And she made like a couple of thousand euros. But then the big bang actually came. She had this like high ticket program for 6,000 euros per client. And she never felt ready. She never felt confident of putting it out there. And then someday she just followed her intuition. And, and this is really the best part about it, why I strongly believe, and I followed her journey ever since. Strategy is really just, if at all, the icing on the cake. She basically, a 6,000 euro ticket program, emailed clients she felt like that this would be the perfect program to you know keep on working on and she sold out all six spots by just emailing them and then getting into conversations with them
which yeah. she couldn't mm. have done if she didn't clear those blocks. No, no. And this was for me just like so. And there's even, I mean, it's in German, the interview, because she's Austrian, I'm German. So it's uh, on my site somewhere, the interview about this, you know. And so it was never about another strategy. You know, we, I mean, we, we worked on her confidence around her offer, around her abilities, around her clients that, you know, we did all that. But there was no hustle, no struggle, nothing. It was just like, oh, I have this great idea, which feels really good. Yeah, let's do it. I love working on this idea because it feels so exciting. Boom, you know. And, and this is exactly what my program, The Clear Method, does. And it's really designed to release any kind of success blocks, any kind of money blocks, you know, so that we can really easily access the six-figure CEO mindset, you know, and this, like, confidence and really take, like, recognize the intuitive nudges, the, the ideas, and really take the aligned action uh, to create this financial, financial desire, independence we desire. And we deserve, which is way more like this is such an important mindset shift. It's not only what we desire, but we actually deserve it. And that's basically, and the best part about my clear message is that it's really adaptable to where you are, you know? So it goes from like working on two for two months together to all the way to th six months, depending on where you are in your journey. And uh, yeah, I mean, of course, I totally love it <laughs> because yes, you do. So, yeah. what is involved in your program? So, th there's there's hypnosis. Yeah. So, I mean, there's healing trance hypnosis. So, I'm an I'm trained RTT hypnotist, and um, I'm also a Reiki master. So, it's infused with healing energies, um, and I also am a shamanic practitioner. So, depending on what comes up, we sometimes also use shamanic techniques. And um, there is, depending on my client's need, because as I've mentioned earlier, for me, it's really all about empowerment. And this is also what the hypnosis really is all about, showing you what, that you, all the answers are inside of you, you know, whether it's strategic answers or like, why am I blocking myself? Um, and this also comes with 12 coaching sessions. And um, I mean, depending on, you know, the length of the program. And then also um, a series which I call the elements of success because I've studied successful people intensely and there are certain aspects to a successful person which I've basically made this whole series about which already is just pure gold. And um, also having been a trainer for self-leadership, self-management, I have been dabbling in mindset you know, like how to really use or what are the best mindset tools, put it this way, you know, from the from the spiritual aspects. Um, I'm a big Abraham Hicks fan, but also, you know, like from scientific perspective. So I've put together a kind of like a module, like really powerful mindset tools. It also comes with breathing exercises, because what can I say? I'm a yogi, you know. <laughs> I absolutely believe in the power of breath to calm the nervous system, to really release stress, and especially to release blocks, energetic blocks. And, and this is also something I absolutely am in love and amazed in. in I also help my clients use really simple 
energetic exercises to get the energies, the like we work with the meridians and stuff to really get the, the natural joy within us to flow, you know? And this really helps us also, and we work with the chakras, of course, I'm a yogi, what can I say? Uh, you know, that really help us to release stuck energy and also beliefs even faster. You know, so basically, it's not only a business program, but it's a life-changing program. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's basically, um, and what I, the surprise I've mentioned in the beginning, because if this is something you're interested in, and if you feel like, yes, I want to release whatever's holding me back, I want to start 2020, you know, and make it my year, you know, let's have a chat, send me a DM. And because I have a special surprise for all the members of the Confidence Through Cabaret Facebook group, um, which is basically a special prize, I've, which came to me when I was preparing today's session. So uh, depending on which option you choose, you will get a special Confidence Through Cabaret prize. Yes. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be live in this group, which is awesome. So basically, yeah, if you feel like this resonates with you and this is something you're interested in, just send me a DM and let's have a chat. And just to make it clear, there's no expectation. It's basically just like Heather when she started her offline business. I'm like, there are no expectations. I'm just having the best times and you will really understand where you are in your business, what is holding you back and what you can do right now to release whatever's blocking you, whether or not you decide to work with me. Beautiful. 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 Thank you for offering that. Of course. Um, I'm just going to add the, um, so Facebook is hello.catherineasel and Instagram is catherineasel. Uh, so, um, you can you can find uh, Catherine also in the Confidence Cabaret community, so you can always message under this video, or if you check out the members in the community, then you'll be able to get um, the details from there as well. So reach yes. out. It's only a call, right? It doesn't it doesn't it doesn't cost you anything to have a no. call conversation and see if that's right. Absolutely, you know, and also you know uh, maybe you have some questions, you know, and. Um, I'm always happy because for me, it's really about supporting and empowering women. Like for me, this is really my mission, you know, like my life mission. And um, if, you know, if we feel like, because it's very important for me to make this also really clear. And I encourage my clients to do that as well, not to just work with any client, but with a client you really feel aligned with. Yeah. For sure. There's nothing worse than to work with clients who feel like a drag, mm. you know, mm -hmm. who don't yeah. do the work, who don't show up, who are not committed. It's just, it's just not. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, you know, energetically, that's too draining for you. Mm -hmm. If we choose not to change, we won't. It's the same yes. with hypnosis. If we choose not to, to go into that state, we won't, right? So we can we can put up those blocks. I mean, yeah. If you, I, I read it somewhere. If you're not ready to release your past, there's nothing I can do for you. No, no, and and it, and it's that, and it's that it's these conversations where 
you've given us so many different um, symptoms or things to look out for or things to to kind of resonate with and and journal or reflect or meditate on. And, you know, if if that's speaking to you and you're sort of saying, yeah, I see this now. Yeah, you could probably clear the blocks yourself with a lot of journaling and meditation. I don't know how long that would take. I don't know how effective that would be. I'm not a yogi, <laughs> but you, you know, there's a there, there's a point in in doing this, right? If you know, kind of having somebody guide you, but it's got to be the right yeah. person. Well, the thing is, you know, um, and thanks for bringing this up, Heather, because what happens, and you know, uh, like nowadays, trauma is such a buzzword. But I remember, I mean, I'm 46 now. <laughs> Um, I was born in the 70s and, you know, I only understood that I was traumatized when I actually started my own business. So uh, not saying that everybody is traumatized, but the chances are high. Let's put it yeah. this way. Because yeah. a trauma doesn't, uh, being traumatized doesn't mean that you had to go through physical abuse or sexual abuse or like traumatic, traumatic experiences but maybe, you know, you um, had parents who fought a lot mm -hmm. can lead to trauma and stuff like that. And a trauma sits in your body. So even if you don't have access to your subconscious mind, your guiding systems, aka your emotions, will be able to tell you whether or not you feel aligned with your offer, with your, if you believe in the clients, you know, if you feel like an kind of weird, itchy, not good feeling in your body when you go into self-reflection, you know, you might not come up with beliefs around it, but your body will tell you because your body was always present all your life, you know, and this is the kind of this is the kind, this is a part of the subcon, the belief. Let's just call it belief for a moment. You cannot release with journaling. You cannot release with, you know, meditating. Well, I mean, meditation is pretty powerful, but you cannot release with affirming or journaling all day long. And believe me, I've tried. Yeah. Yeah. I've tried. Because yeah, I, 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 I started um, to use positive affirmation in 2011. No, that's not correct. I, th I think it must have been 2008 when I did um, an online course on the, the, the secret of the golden metrics or something like that it was called. You know, where I started to dabble into positive thinking. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it, it, it would be an entire life's work just sitting and doing that. And then you wouldn't get to do the things that you release yeah. the block for. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so how to tell whether it is your ego in disguise or your intuition? Well, so the intuition, <laughs> thank you for asking this, um, uh, bringing it back up. So basically if it's your, if it's, so the desire within you to do whatever it is you desire to build, to create comes from your higher self, your soul, whatever you want to call it. Huh? And um, so the intuition, um, and I always say like the intuition will guide you on the shortest and most direct and most easiest way for you to, uh, to reach that goal. However, of course, if a lot of releasing has to be done and releasing of trauma or whatever, then, you know, this 
fastest way can still be like two or three years if you don't have guidance and put yeah. this way. However, if you do, if you have this like ego in disguise kind of situation and you follow these intuitive ideas and you don't feel like you're releasing any trauma and also don't get the results, it's just, it's basically the ego in disguise. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's if it's only like to keep you, you busy, oftentimes it's basically, it's these amazing ideas. So let me give you an example. I once had like, while I was meditating, I suddenly had this amazing idea of like, oh yeah, let me do a quiz for people to find out what is blocking them success-wise. You know, and then I had this one forum and I was like, hey, has anyone experienced with quizzes? And they're like, yeah, it's awesome, blah, blah, blah. And I spent extra money for the add-on for my work, uh, for my WordPress homepage. You know, I spent money on that. I spent tons of time on researching, looking how to set up, an, uh, how to set up a, a quiz, how to do this, how to do that. I eventually, after doing a lot of back and forth communication with the support team, had finally set it up, I would promote it constantly, I don't know, in a lifespan of I don't know how many weeks, maybe 10 people have done the quiz. So this was a typical, this is a very typical, you know, it kept me busy because I wasn't able to do money-making activities because I was so busy setting up the quiz instead of like building my community, you know, building trustworthy relationships, offering my services. Yeah, um, I, I've i done a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> and some of it has been um, wonderful and and I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for it. For example, my podcast, I never planned to start a podcast and then it started and I, it, and I, I just put it out there. Um, but I spent a lot of time at the front end doing that. Yeah. And it was never going to be about money making. And I guess there's a difference between that bit about, but there was something inside of me that was driving me in that direction versus that bit of, you know, just really busy actions that really aren't leading to the results that I want. Yeah. Well, I mean, doing the quiz was also, you know, like, it was basically people to sign up for my email list. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. But again, it's, um, and so basically if it's like the ego in disguise, it, these are mostly ideas that will keep you busy, busy, busy. And they don't bring the results you desired if you actually go through with them. Right. That makes sense. Uh. Yeah. So if this happens a lot, if you get a lot of like, oh my God, this is such an awesome idea and you start working on them and then the results don't show up, it's the ego in disguise or, and this is a very typical um, success block, AKA ego in disguise is you have like these amazing ideas. I once had a client, she was like, I can't help it. Like I work on this project which sounded so fascinating in the beginning. And I start working on it and I put everything in. And then it's like always on the last third, on the last leg, you know, when it's about to finish, I suddenly, this new idea arises within me. 
and I just can't help it. It's like, it's, she really described, it's like, it's like someone is pulling me and I'm dropping the one I'm currently working on, even though it's closed to finished. And I start a new one. In there. Yeah. That is a typical ego in disguise, uh, keeping you busy, but never succeeding. Okay. So is there a way to recognize that ego disguise before you go to doing all the quiz and setup and expense and efforts and time and all of the all of that? Is there a way to recognize that at source to say, this is ego disguise or this is intuition? Well, that is a great question. Let me think about this for a moment. Well, I think one, for example, uh, one for sure would be experience. If this is something, if you have already experienced that you have been starting, like jumping from one project to another, if this is something you already know about yourself in general, I'd be like, mm, hold on, another idea. Oh, oh. You know, so if this is, and again, this takes honest and brutally self-reflection, you know, which is not an easy thing if we have a very strong ego. Um, so this would be some like, you know, based on your experience you've had. Let me see if something else comes up. Um, well, here's the thing. If your intuition sent you an idea, which will lead you to the results you desire. Um, usually, this idea will really kind of like opens you up, you know, and excites you, but not necessarily only because of the financial output it might create but just because of the joy of doing it if it's like if every aspect of it seems like joyous to you then i would say it comes from your intuition but if if you have like if it comes with like doubts or hard work or hustle or just not not good feelings even though the idea in itself feels good. I don't know if this really makes sense, but then yeah. I would say it's an ego in disguise kind of situation. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And actually that that kind of answers my whole kind of podcast example because there were no doubts. It just happened and, and I've loved it and it's been wonderful and it, it, it hasn't yielded any results but i had no expectations of that yeah and you basically probably even when you had to do a lot of research and stuff you just enjoyed the process yeah i actually didn't do any research yeah i mean or whatever you yeah. did know, you yeah, know? yeah yeah I, because it was so easy that's what that's that's why i made that point is like you know a lot of people will spend a year researching how to make a podcast for example and and it's hard work and it doesn't mean it's not worthwhile i'm not trying to avoid hard work but it was just so easy. It was like a, a river flowing as opposed to like dragging me or pushing me. It was, it just happened so easily. And then and you think, maybe also have idea as situations or scenarios or examples where you also had like, Oh, that sounds like a great idea, but it turned out to be such a drag. Yeah. I mean, I, I still believe I will do it. Um, I have a very clear image of a magazine 
and I know what I know what I want it to do. I know how I want it to to work, um, but I really don't want to do the work of producing it. Yeah. And so I know that that is my ego going, this is a really good business idea and it would take a huge amount of work. And yes. I don't think it would yield the results, certainly not right away because these things never do. Um, and I still, but I still believe I will do it, but it, it just feels, it, there's so much resistance and doubt and an effort that I don't want to put in. Yeah. That would be an example of, of ego for me as opposed to the podcast that just, happened and was wonderful and I, I yeah. Love it. yeah yeah so that's interesting that's very interesting thank you for answering that I really appreciate it oh you're so welcome um, you're so welcome and I, I love how we dressed the same we have our red <laughs> nail varnish and our red lipstick and our gray t-shirts yes <laughs> this on audio yes we we did not send out a memo but it looks nope. like we, we just happened to <laughs> be in sync Amazing. And let me just quickly talk about next week's topic. Thank you. Um, because next week, and this is such a big one, um, because we, like, it's basically we're going to talk about the fear of success. And this just sounds so ridiculous, because this is what we do. This is why we chose to do this. Uh, this is why we like, it's of course I want to be successful. You know, but um, it turns out there's a bunch of different kind of fears um, that, you know, either from this year, it's going to be a bit more spiritual on the spiritual side because we're also going to dive into past life experiences or parallel lives, whatever you want to call it, um, which can actually cause... Um, uh, which can actually cause uh, fear of success, but also your body can be a really good sign to help you recognize that there's something going on. No. I'm so up for this. I'm uh, so up for this. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah, because I don't think it's one of those things, as you were talking about earlier with the, with the, the, the unconscious, we, I don't think it's one of those things that we're aware of, because that would be yeah. ridiculous. Of course we want success. Yeah. yeah. And and what 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 I really strongly believe in it doesn't matter how rigorous you work on your money mindset. I mean you wouldn't be able to to be honest. But if you have fear of success it won't work. Interesting. Okay, I'm excited. I mean, fear of success often uh, comes up as like we are not doing the work. Yeah. You know? But um, let's let's dive into deep next week. I'm ex I'm excited for that because it so ties in with what we've been talking about here. Of oh, I just need to work more and work harder and do yeah you know, yeah and spend more money and you know hire coaches and and so yeah yeah. I'd imagine there's lots of symptoms that are similar, but. We will talk about that next week. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to talk about crazy things that happened. Um, be, because I think I'm going to talk a little bit more about the power we actually, like the powerful creatures we actually are and what we are, what our mind is capable of when we have certain fears. We don't, we can not even comprehend. Yeah, yeah. 
and it and it manifests itself in our body and we hold on to that yeah not only in our body it like i mean just just a little teaser my website was hacked a few days before i wanted to launch my first program oh like back in the days you know this is a long time ago but I was like, I, I like, I have this tiny little German website. Who cares? Yeah. You know? But that's just one example of how powerful our minds are. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for next week. Yes. Tomorrow. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Please um, share your comments. I know there's been a few of you kind of coming and going as we've been talking um, please share your comments, any questions, reach out uh, to Catherine if you want to, and let me just find the banner again, if you want to discuss anything or if you, you know, want more information, book a call and, and find out um, about working together. Yes, don't be shy and um, uh, just send me a DM. Let's have a chat. I'd be so happy to meet you and to just, you know, support you on whatever your journey is. Thank you for letting us meet you. Thank you for sharing your work and your skills, knowledge, experience, insights, and so much energy. I really appreciate you. Yes, of course. Thank you so much for giving me this platform. And you guys, all of you who watched and um, uh, have a happy, um, pre I don't know, how would you say this in English? Uh, uh, a beautiful pre-Christmas time. <laughs> Holiday time, I guess it would be the closest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, yes, so enjoy the holiday time. I, I already started eating lots of cookies. So enjoy. Oh, thank you so much, uh, Catherine, for being here and for being available for us and, and sharing your, your light. Uh, I am Heather and I'm reminding you that it is your body and it is your world and it is your stage. Show up. Thanks, everyone. Bye.